This is the Ridge Hunter Outdoors Podcast. thought your deer were nervous before this weekend yeah <laughs> you just wait till you know saturday or oh, sunday or monday even sunday afternoon those poor things are going to be out there mm-hmm. they're going to be, be shaking somewhere in the middle of a field laying yeah. down yeah. they'll have a shovel they'll be trying to dig <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway Hey everybody, welcome into episode 10 of the Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast. I'm Kenyon Clark, got Nate Burgess today. Dad and Jeff are out, they're working. Um, I bailed on them to come record a podcast because we're busy at the shop, got a lot of other stuff going on, so I wanted to at least get on with Nate. We're actually in the Burgess household this time, so not that we have a uh, designated studio anyway, but... This is certainly not a professional studio. Hey, it... Kitchen table. <laughs> seems to sound pretty good right now. I like the scenery in here. Yeah. Got your yep. pretty deer to look at. Yep. I uh, I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the wife's not home, so we're not bothering her any. Nope, not at the moment. <laughs> so what I wanted to talk about since... And I know like the Kentucky guys have had their rifle season, I think. And the Missouri guys be wrapping theirs up coming up this weekend i believe i think it runs for 10 days straight Mm -hmm. and it started last weekend maybe so they'll be finishing theirs up i'm not sure about indiana but illinois gun season is this weekend friday through sunday the first one so i wanted to talk about gun hunting and some stuff that maybe we do differently during gun season than bow season and uh so this will kind of be more for the Illinois guys or you gun guys that are in other states. You can maybe use it for next year or if you got a late season or, or something like that. Um, first thing, it looks like it's going to be pretty good weather for this weekend. I'm expecting to get hammered at the shop yeah. with deer. Uh, yeah. The gun hunters have all the luck, I guess. Yeah. The best hunting in November is probably going to land right on gun weekend. Um, the moon chart, if you look at the moon chart, that says, I think, Tomorrow and Saturday are supposed to be the two of the four best days mm-hmm. of the month, if I remember right. And then uh, uh, the weather broke nice this morning. You know, it's cool this morning. It's supposed to be cooler tomorrow morning. I think they're saying 26, 28. Yeah. Uh, first day without wind in probably, what, like a month and a half or something? <laughs> seems like it. It sure seems like <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um, they're saying like very little wind in the morning. Um, and it has been windy for the last five or six days. Yeah. Um, so a big change in weather, cool, um, opening morning. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's going to turn out to be an absolute onslaught. (laughs) Yeah. You you know, the orange army will be out and ready and the deer should be moving. They won't be expecting it on the first day. Yeah. I'll, I'll be one of the pumpkins uh, out there. <laughs> they may have them laid up by Saturday, but tomorrow morning, man, they're going to throw yeah. some lead, I'll bet you. Oh, yeah. Uh, like you said, the moon's going to be just right, I think. Yep. And it has been windy with, uh, let's see, today is the 18th. We're recording this for the 19th. So we had this hot weather come in. Yeah. The wind blew it in. Yeah. And then the wind blew it out, blew yeah. this cold front in, and now we're just on the backside of it, so it's kind of still blowing, and... I think it's finally going to stop. Like you said, maybe tomorrow morning would be pretty pretty nice to be up in a tree. Yep. 
<clears throat> that wind will quit blowing, and then all of a sudden the deer will hear gunshots in the distance, <laughs> yeah. and oh man, <laughs> yep, flashbacks. And have you ever seen the picture on Facebook? It's like the deer, and it it's kind of faded, and it's got like the Nam helicopters and everything. <laughs> it's like gun season from yep. years past. Yeah, yep, got PTSD from the deer who made it through last year. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, on the wind, you know, some guys like hunting with a little bit of steady wind, like a ten yeah. mile an hour or so, which Makes sense because it's not, I mean, you know what direction it's coming on. It doesn't really change, but I really like sitting in the woods on a calm morning. Yep. Just, I don't, just for the sit, I guess, not necessarily as much for the hunting aspect of it, but boy, it's fun to sit in there and listen to the woods wake up and the birds and the leaves crunching from the squirrels. And then, man, when you do get one coming, you can hear them coming from a long ways away. That's right. Crunching through there, get you all pumped up, fired up. Yeah. Then it's a little forkhorn, you know. That's, yep. <laughs> that's what's happened to me the last couple of times, but yeah, uh, the last two weeks I've been watching leaves blow sideways right in front of my face, mm-hmm. you know, um, as they're falling out. But on those mornings when you can sit there and a few leaves will just fall and they'll uh, float uh-huh. through the air, you know, and then they finally hit the ground. That's that's a nice morning. Yep, nice crisp, crisp, cool. Got a frost on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Looks like that's what we got coming up. So you guys that are going to be out gun hunting, obviously I'm not going to be. I'm going to be working, um, but should be pretty good. I'm not going to yep. lie. I'm pretty jealous of the weather we got coming this weekend. You yep. can combine that with where we are in the rut. Yeah. Because I think from what I've seen and what we've heard at the shop, and I think probably what you've seen, is the the lockdown's kind of ending the biggest part of it. I think the bucks are off of their first does and they're looking for the second one, which is similar to the phase before the does come in or they're out seeking, you know, cruising. Yeah. You're going to see some cruising bucks. Now, you won't see as many because there still are going to be some that are locked down with those. Mm-hmm. So you may not see as many bucks as you would have like the first go around, but still a really good time to be out there because they've had their first taste of it for the yeah. year. Yeah. And they're just kind of running out in the days looking for the next one. Yep. Be a really good time to catch a big buck making a mistake right now. Yeah. My wife's uncle said he saw a really nice one this morning. Uh, by himself he's just moving through the timber uh he was by himself he didn't have a doe in front of him i'm sure he was looking uh but he said he's mm-hmm. a big nice mature buck um so yeah he was he was out looking for whatever he could find yep i saw well like i was telling you earlier as i was driving in and the headlights saw a nice buck by himself no does around on the edge of a timber this was uh, you know 10 minutes before daylight so he was out cruising he was out in daylight i'm sure yeah um he may have been bedding somewhat close by, but I'm thinking he was cruising the way he was headed. Yeah. Uh, the other young buck I saw this morning, I rattled. He come in, and then after he didn't see anything, he fed around and what was what little bit of cut beans there are, and then he took off again cruising like he was looking for a doe. Yeah. You know, like they do, get their nose down and running along. Yep. And uh, I, I, you know, you said you didn't really see any pairs this morning either when you uh-uh. went out. I did not. Um. One basket rack was trying to find one. He was being pretty easy, <clears throat> moving pretty slow. There was a little bitty tiny spike, just almost had one. Um, he was bouncing around in the weed patch. He'd bounce up and look, and that doe wasn't very far in front of him, but she was darting in and out of some thick stuff, you know, uh-huh. and I don't think he ever found her. And then I had a four-pointer come by about 20 miles an hour with his nose on the ground, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were, uh, they were all out looking. None of them had actually found anything yet. Yeah. I think we're definitely to that, 
that back to that cruising stage, which I'm hoping it holds out till a few days after the gun season too. Because yeah, even you know Monday and Tuesday this week looked like they were going to be pretty good weather too when we mm-hmm. get back into bow season. But we'll talk about some of that and then like Thanksgiving and stuff that time of year next week. So um, now that it is gun weekend. Um, I know when I got to hunt, because I've hunted a few gun weekends, you know, over the years. I don't hunt every year. Now the last few, I've just been working. But uh, I know I always had a little bit different setup for my gun stands than I did my bow stands. Uh, I could get away with being farther away. I didn't have to intrude as much, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because you got more range with a gun, obviously. So I can sit up. I like to be able to see quite a ways yep you know and i don't have to get in there as close to a bedding area or right on top of a food source yeah and uh i generally sit field edges sometimes getting the timber depending on mm-hmm. where the deer are moving where i'm seeing them but if i can see a long ways and shoot then i don't have to be right up where i would be on during bow season because i gotta yeah. have them within you know 40 yards yeah um, that's kind of where i'd like to be during gun season i think you could be a little more cautious mm-hmm. and still reach out there and get them. I don't know oh, what, yeah. your, what your thoughts kind of are on that and how your setups differ from bow season to gun season, if they do. Yeah. Um, all of my stands are set up for bow hunting, um, every single one. Um, <clears throat> I will gun hunt out of them some, uh, but not too often. Uh, if I just know that it's particularly a good spot, you know, it's been a hot spot for me. Mm-hmm. I'll go in there with a gun. A lot of times in gun season, I'm just going to sit on the ground. Yeah. Um, I'll find me a, a tree, and I'll lean up against a tree or something. Um, now, for instance, uh, I'll sneak down in a draw somewhere where I think they're going to be coming out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, travel corridors is mainly what I'm looking for, right. travel corridors. Um, I'll get down in a draw. I'll slip down there in the creek or something. But then I'll ease my way up and I'll get on the top edge of the draw or something where I can see down in the whole thing, you know. Um, uh, Say if it's in the morning, if I got a north and south draw, I'm going to get on the east side of it. That way they're looking into the sun, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to see me. The complete opposite in the evening, I'm going to try to be on the west side. That way they're looking in the sun if they're going to look at me. Yep. Um, And, of course, that changes uh, if I, uh, this one spot, I got a north and south draw, but on the west edge of it, is a field um in the evening i typically don't sit on the west edge of the draw because they're probably going to be out in the field and they're going to look back and they're going to have me you know with the sun shining right on me right Uh, but anyway i try to think a little a little bit about where i'm going to sit you know and how i'm going to do it um but uh but gun hunting a lot of times i'm just going to sit on the ground i'm not afraid uh to try to sneak up on them Mm -hmm. if i think i can um, I will, I've really never tried it with a bow, really haven't, but with a gun, I will do a little bit of sneaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying I'm good at it, but it has worked before. Uh, right. I'm not afraid to try, um, especially if it gets windy. Gosh, if it's been windy, like it has been, you know, um, I would still hunt through some stuff. Yeah. Um, get away with a lot more in the wind. Absolutely. Like. Yeah. Um, if we have any more wind come up, uh, I got a lot of thick cover this year. Um, the CRP and everything that we got around us very thick. Mm-hmm. I would not be afraid to still hunt through some of that stuff this year. Right. Um, and I mean, take a long time to go a little ways. Just pick you know? your way through it. I'm not. Glassing. I'm not looking to walk nothing. Right. You know. Right. Um, I will pick my way through it. Uh, move from something big to something else big. You know. 
uh, clumps of big weeds or something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I, uh, I'm not afraid to move in gun season. Um, the neighbors, I mean, there's so much pressure around us. There's so yeah. much pressure everywhere. Yeah. If you thought your deer were nervous before this weekend, yeah. <laughs> you just wait till, you know, Saturday or oh, Sunday or Monday even. Sunday afternoon, those poor things are going to be out there. Mm-hmm. They're going to be, be shaking somewhere in the middle of a field, laying yeah. down. Yeah. They'll have a shovel. They'll be trying to dig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I uh, most of the time in gun season, I'm going to be on the ground. And like I said, unless I know I got a hot spot. Yeah. Uh, looking for travel corridors. Like you said, we seem to be, uh, they seem to be breaking from the does a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. They're moving again, and you see a, little, a few bucks running. Uh, we got a Snapchat from a guy who just sent us one, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a buck running. He didn't have a doe in front of him right then. They were looking for the next one, yep. you know, uh, travel corridors, bedding. Uh, if you can get on the downwind side of a bedding area, I think you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it... Uh, uh, a lot of strategy goes out the window for me. Yeah. What I'm trying to accomplish, I'll just get in, try to get in a good spot right now, think about how I think they're going to come to me, mm-hmm. you know, and try to be hidden well. Um, yeah. And, uh, and gosh, you never know what all the blasting and four wheelers and pickups. I mean, people's in and out, they're going across fields, picking up what they've killed, you know. Yeah. Uh, just the pressure is unreal. There's so know? much more intrusion during this time yeah. of year. Just the sheer number of guys that are out. Um, not just gunshots here, but like you said, four wheelers running through and guys doing drives and walking through and picking up, dragging out whatever they killed. And just so many more guys gun hunting than bow hunting, yeah. which is great. I mean, we want guys out hunting. Oh, yeah. Um, not always the best thing for seeing deer. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> like you said, I like what you said there about being mobile too and mm-hmm. hunting on the ground. Uh, I would take my climber a lot too because, like you said, most of my setups are for bow hunting because most of what I do is bow hunting. Yeah. Um, there's just more time in the year to do it. Yeah even when I knew I was going to be gun hunting that year. So I'd take my climber and use it for gun hunting, get up in a good tree where I could see, like I was talking about, um, and have good shots and good shooting lanes. Yeah. Or, like you like you do, I go find a good spot and sit on the ground. You got You don't have to move near as much to get a shot off with a gun yep. as you do a bow. Correct. Um, sit down there like you would be turkey hunting. Yep. Prop yourself up against a tree. Yep. And especially if I can get... Maybe up on top of a bottom field on a fence row or something, look out over the top of it, or just a little yeah. patch of brush or something yeah. where you got cover. Yeah. And then again, being mobile, if you see something and you got the right wind, you don't have to get within thirty yards of it. You just mm-hmm. got to get within sixty or a hundred, or depending yep. on what you're shooting or how yeah. you're shooting it. Uh, yeah. You don't have to get near as close to that. You can be a lot more successful that way too. Of course, you want to be careful as far as walking around knowing where your neighbors are at and what your yeah, setup is. I, I was getting ready to say, uh, uh, I talked to all the neighbors, everybody that we hunt around. We all know pretty much where each other's going to be. Of course, we all know the lines. We mm-hmm. respect and obey the lines. Nothing like that. But we want to know just general vicinities, what part of the draw is, is yeah. Brian maybe going to be in, you know, and where where's Aaron going to be at? You know, we we know where these people are. Yeah, that way um, you're not lobbing slugs at each other. Yeah, necessarily. Um, and uh, a lot of times I might take an extra hat or something, and I'll tie it or hang it mm-hmm. uh, on a limb right there on the backside of my tree, mm-hmm. or take a screw in step and and hang it there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just so just so they know. Yeah. You know, trying to help myself out a little bit uh-huh. more. Of course, we got orange on you, but if they can't see me from from my side, right. Sometimes when I when I know they might be able to see my direction, 
uh, I want to be seen. Yeah, definitely. Now, the other thing is, uh, when I'm bow hunting, I walk in with a flashlight most of the time, probably three quarters of the time, maybe yeah. half the time, depending on if I'm walking through an open field and I'm slipping right up to a stand, I won't use one. But if I'm going back in the timber, you know, I'll use a flashlight. But when I was gun hunting in the mornings and the evenings, I always wore a flashlight. Oh, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> a, a person can look kind of like a deer walking, you know, but deer don't carry headlights. No. <laughs> they don't carry flashlights. <laughs> yeah. So if you got that thing up there, it's hard for someone to mistake you for a deer. Yeah. And just go blasting right at last light or when they got your silhouette or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, I always <laughs> carry a flashlight during gun season. Yeah. I, I might take a, a hard hat with a coon light on top of it, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Anything you can do to stay safe. Yeah. Uh, because, the, I mean, there are things that happen unfortunately but and that's part of there's more guys out and you got the guys that aren't necessarily uh the same level of deer hunter as the rest of the guys so they yep. may be maybe they just don't know or they're not as careful yet or it's maybe their first year or they hunt one time every year and it's this time and you know things yep. happen so yep yeah uh, take ownership of your own safety don't don't count on anybody else for it absolutely and i like what you said about hanging that hat or whatever on the back side of a tree because yep. not that anybody would ever shoot at anything from the road oh but man. let's say your stand is <laughs> is on the woods side yeah and they're driving down the road and just start blasting because they can't see you yeah that could put you in a bad way i mean i've yeah. heard of things like that allegedly happening <laughs> and guys having to you know bear hug the other side of a tree or something <laughs> So if you got an extra hat or an extra vest, maybe throw that thing up, some tape on yep. the other side of the tree. I promise that's not what's that won't spook any deer. Yeah. You know, it might save your life or leg or limb, yeah. whatever, but it ain't gonna spook any deer if you throw up an extra piece of orange. My uh my number one goal is probably what the deer I'm chasing, what his goal <laughs> is to just make it through the weekend. Yeah, just stay alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and that's something else too. Um, I know a lot of guys, well, like Jeff, for example, um, in a place he hunts, he doesn't really have any control over or doesn't know any of the neighbors on the next property. So he's got a camera that's kind of close. He just goes and pulls it down because he's worried about guys maybe coming over and not respecting mm-hmm. the lines and stealing a camera. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to do that for gun season, just cause there's more people out and you know, not everybody's honest. I, if anybody thinks that I hate to break it to you, but not everybody's honest. Um, Go ahead and put them back up, you know, as soon as you can after and see what made it through. Yeah. Uh, you know, because there's a lot of deer that are going to go down this weekend. Oh, yeah. You might have to readjust your hit list a little bit. For sure. I know uh, I have spent some wasted time, I'm sure, just by not running cameras, going out after gun season. And a couple particular properties I hunt took me a couple years to figure it out really good all the way up to november 17th or 18th or 19th whenever gun season falls and then yeah. after that boy it's just like the wild west shows you see the tumbleweed <laughs> rolling across the ghost town yeah, yeah that's that's what it's like there so yeah if i had cameras up i'd probably know that maybe i saw a good buck there before and then i went back after him and spent another 10 days hunting him and he'd been shot or got out of dodge while he still could you know yeah. tucked his tail and ran yeah uh get those cameras back up and see if you need to be still hunting those places yep uh, even if they didn't shoot them, they may have run them off. Yep. <laughs> uh, I sure do. I do like gun season, uh, as far as, uh, every, uh, well, I grew up doing it, you know, right. um, I grew up, dad was taking me, 
Um, yeah, you'd see everybody up at the store, you know, mm-hmm. up at the restaurant. You'd see everybody. You'd talk to everybody, see how everybody's doing, you know. I mean, everybody did it, you yep. know. Uh, so those are the memories that I have of it, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there, there's so many people right around. There's there's so much pressure, so much more pressure mm-hmm. uh, than there is in bow season, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. lately we gosh we've got a lot of a lot of people from not real close around here have property out here now you know and and them and all their buddies come and they mm-hmm. you know they surround the 40 or whatever <laughs> yeah you know? no, but anyway yeah. um it uh it's the, those smart deer you know that they're they're they know this happens yep uh, your four-year-old and five-year-old deer yep. they've been through it yep and they've made it being dumber than they are now exactly they've made it uh so anyway uh trying to really think about some place you know out of the way uh, more than anything when i'm thinking about where i want to go in gun season i want to get as far away from everybody else as i can Mm -hmm. i'm probably going to be a little braver and slip in a little further than i would if i'm just bow hunting you know Mm -hmm. um uh, like you said your range is uh effectively doubled yeah. maybe maybe tripled yep. you know um de- as long as you can see that far yeah uh things don't have to be near as good as they do right with a bow before you can still make it work and you know, you know how many times you bump a deer and your wind's good so they don't wind you but they just hear you or catch a glimpse of you coming yep. they hop up and bounce away and they're still 75 60 yards away yeah well with a bow, your hunt's shot. With a gun, there's your shot right there. Yep. You know, he's standing there broadside trying to figure out what you are. Yep. You got him. Yeah. So like you said, you don't have to be, you can take a little more chances yeah. walking through a place like that, you know. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to spook him, but if you do, you still got a chance with a gun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if, if there's ever a time to that you want to try something, if you want to try going back where you really think he is, Mm-hmm. If you want, if you see him and you want to try to sneak up on him, uh, I mean, I would say now's the time. It's good know. time as any. Yeah. Because, like what we just said, the gun's a lot easier to do it than a bow. Yep. Um, if you don't go do that, you're taking a chance of letting someone else get to him. That's right. Uh, there are like, are there a lot more hunters? A lot more chance he's going to get shot. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot easier to shoot him. Yep. Because he can be farther away. Yep. Uh, and he, you know, you're taking the chance you might just run him off too. You yep. may just never see him again until next year, if yeah. he makes, even if he makes it. Yeah. So if, if he's living right there, if he wants to be wherever he's at, you know, and you bump him, I think he'll probably come back really quick hearing all the gunshots and mm-hmm. everything. I mean, they, these older deer, they know what's going on. Yeah. You know? They know that this is a, just a bad time to be a deer. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, they want to be wherever they know that they're secure. And if you ain't bumped him bad, I think he'll be right back the first chance he gets. Yeah, and I think you got to think about when you bump a deer out of their bed. If they don't wind you, if they get your wind, and they know what, you, and they get, and they see you, like the two things, then it's I. I don't know he's going to be back. He might not be back. I mean, he might be, but he won't be back soon. Yeah. But if you bumped him out of his bed, he won. Yeah. He knows that's a good place to bed because yeah. he either saw you coming or he heard you coming. Yeah. And he got out of there safe. Yeah. Why would he not bed there again? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So don't think just because you go in there and bump him out and you don't mess him up too bad, like you said, he's just gone for good. Yeah. He might come back and bed there again. Yep. I did that uh, one time in a place that was just before gun season, a place I wasn't worried about messing up because once gun season got there, it was going to be shot anyway. I don't yep. hunt it a whole lot. Yeah. 
uh, just kind of still hunting my way through the woods where I thought they were bedding. Sure enough, there's a 130-some-inch eight-point bedded down. Bumped him out of there, came back the next day and did the same thing, had the wind right again. He was right back in the same bed. Uh, yep. I mean, I was looking for a bigger deer than him. Yeah. But sure enough, he was right back. I mean, yeah. 10 yards from the same place he was the day before. Huh. So you got to think about if they caught you or they won that time and they're probably going to go back there because they know they're safe there. Yep. They know what's coming. Uh, another thing I was going to say about uh, where you're hunting this weekend, I also avoid certain places. Uh, there's a couple properties that I hunt that I would never gun hunt because there's not a lot of pressure around them. Mm-hmm. And I, the guys will push deer onto them. Yeah, that's true. And there's, in my mind, there is minimal chance that someone's going to walk it, yeah. push deer through it, or trespass on me. Yeah. In at least the center of those properties. So I think those guys push deer onto them, and if I'm not in there boogering it up and pushing them back out, they're going to be there when bow season rolls back around. Yep, that's not a bad idea. They get in there and get safe, kind of like a sanctuary place for them. Yeah. So think about that. So if you got a, a spot like that. Where you know it's safe for them and no one else is going to be in there. Yeah. I mean, reasonably, because there's always that chance. Yeah. But reasonably, there's not going to be anybody else in there. Maybe you leave that spot alone this weekend and then hit it, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday of this coming week with a bow again. Yep. You might get more deer pushed onto you. Yeah. That you didn't know. You might have some new deer move in even. Um, That's not necessarily where I'm going to hunt, but I also think about where I'm not going to hunt. Yeah. Because it may be better, like I said, after. Yep. Um. Those couple places I think are like that, and like I said, there's another couple places that are the total opposite of that. They're just shot after that after yeah. that season. So yeah. Uh, so we talked about kind of our different setups, and then uh, what we may be doing during gun season and all that. So we're sitting here, like I said, kind of in your kitchen, dining room, living room, whatever you want to call this, where your kitchen table's at, looking at all your pretty deer mounts. Um, any of them with a gun that. Maybe kind of interesting story behind them. I mean, not every deer's got a story behind it, but yeah, gun season deer. Um, that ten point there. Um, he's about a hundred and forty five inch ten point. He's nothing special, uh, but uh, he was memorable. He showed up the week for me on camera. I had never seen him, never had pictures of him or anything. He showed up the week before gun season. I think that was two thousand sixteen. I think it's been five years ago, if I remember right. Uh, Anyway, he showed up the week before gun season. I jumped him with a doe one day. Um, I want to say it was Tuesday that week. I jumped him with a doe. Um, he was laying way up next to the road in a fence row that I would walk down to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I jumped him with a doe, and I thought, wow, I would have shot that buck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. that's that's not good. And also, I had never seen you before. Um, then uh, either Wednesday or Thursday... That week, I was walking out uh, about 10 in the morning. Uh, I heard brush crashing and everything uh, up from me, the direction I was headed. I saw a doe, I saw a little buck, and then I saw a decent set of horns coming behind that. Uh, So I laid down real quick in the mode CRP that I was walking the edge of. Mm -hmm. I didn't have anything to do with that, so I laid down real quick. Um, The doe got in the creek about 20 yards away from me the little buck got on my side of the creek he was very close 10 or 15 yards away mm-hmm. and that deer was on the other side of the creek 
and he was very impatient. He was trying to get the doe to run more. She was yeah. tired. Um, I could hear her down there splashing in the water. Uh-huh. I'm laying on my belly. Um, the spike looks at me occasionally, knows something's bad wrong, but he doesn't care enough to leave. Not smart you know, enough either. No, he wants to be right there where all the action is. The doe nor that buck had seen me. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow I got my backpack off. I got my bow rolled around to where I could get an arrow on it. I got on my back, and I ended up sitting on my butt, um, and I got next to a clump of something. I crawled just a little bit. Um, all while they're messing around mm-hmm. within 40 yards, everybody's within 40 yards, you know. Like I said, the little guy, he's over there 10 or 15 yards. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, I'm trying to figure out what might happen, if anything good's going to happen out of it, you know. Right. Um, anyway, the big one finally lunged at the doe, got her to run, and then they all took off out of there. Um, and that solved my problem for the time being mm-hmm. of trying to figure out what I was doing. Anyway, um, I hunted, I don't know, 200 yards up the creek from that Saturday of gun season. It was like two days after I'd seen him, you know, there. Um, hunted like 200 yards up the creek. Um, I woke up late, got out, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes after daylight. Incredibly windy, very windy. I thought if they're moving, they'll be moving down on the creek in the low spots, you know. Mm-hmm. That's where I expected them to be. I just parked out on the road, walked, I don't know, 150 yards, not very far, uh, to this big lone tree out in the middle of the field with some brush around the base of it mm-hmm. that's on the break of the hill looking down to the creek. Uh, so anyway, I just walked out there and stood next to that tree facing west. The sun's coming up behind me, you know. I was effectively in the shadows. They couldn't see me right. looking up there, you know. He chased four does down there, I don't know, 60 yards away, uh, probably 40 minutes after I got there. I'm, I'm just standing next to the tree, you know, um, and in my mind I'm thinking, this is dumb. I should be at home <laughs> still, you know. Uh, yeah. And no joke, like 20, 25-mile-an-hour winds, like really, really, really windy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's chasing does down there. Um, he'd kick some up. Like I said, he got up there about 60 yards. Uh, I shot him. He ran over there and he fell over in the creek. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, should not have worked out well. Right. But like we were talking earlier, um, sometimes in gun season, the the different places, you know, because I had never ever hunted right in there, you know, that's where they were at. They they'd never been pressured there before, so they yep. were messing around in that area. He found the does there. Um, so that that's my strangest. Something that shouldn't have worked, right? you know, gun hunting story. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, and, and ever since then, I've felt a lot better about being in a weird spot. You right, know? yeah, a especially of, during gun season. Yeah, a lot of times it might not pay off, but... Uh, when it does. Yep, you got to be out there. Yeah. You got to be out there more than anything. You got to be out there. Mm-hmm. I remember there's like two or three particular gun hunts I can like remember specifically, and one of them... Uh, I was I was pretty young still. I don't know if I was in high school yet or not. If I was, I was probably a freshman. But I walked out behind Grandma and Grandpa's house where I was hunting, and uh, it was all CRP on one side on what they owned. The other side was ag field, and then it was the bottoms were uh, several, you know, uh, probably a mile or a mile and a half down from the bottom. So there was a lot of big deer that used it, but. I didn't realize because I'd been bow hunting it 
how many people actually hunted that area. So I'm walking back there for gun season. Dad dropped me off and went to the shop. And it starts breaking daylight. And I'm sitting up against a little patch of brush out on the, not the CRP side, but the other side from it, where it drops off in the, the bottoms, uh, this big draw, bottom field, and uh, sitting up on top of that hill, and it starts breaking day, and man, I'm looking around, one, two, three, there's a guy walking across the field back there, four, <laughs> five, I was surrounded by five or six orange specks yeah. all around the edge of this 80 acres, and I remember thinking, man. If there's a big deer runs in the middle of all this, I'm in a bad spot. <laughs> and I know, I don't know if they could see me or not where I was at, but boy, I could see, I don't know, five, six different specks of orange just all, I mean, I was surrounded. Yeah. And that was when I, that was probably my first taste of, you know, the orange army. Yeah. What that gun season really is. Yeah. Uh, just the amount of, you know, pressure that it gets and all that. And, but like I said, you got to be out there and we want everybody to go out and have a good time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think gun season's a really good time to kill a really nice deer because you don't have to be as close to them. Nope. They may be running somewhere just for no reason that they never would be any other time other than they're getting shot at. Yeah. Someone's run them out. Your neighbors are in there because they only come down hunting gun season and he's been staying over there, but they run him out. Now he's on you. Yep. It'd be a really good time to kill a really nice deer. That's right. At the same time, you may just get skunked because you're in the wrong spot. That's happened to me too. Yeah. Yeah. that was uh, that one just sticks out to me because I, I think that was when I first realized just how many guys were out there hunting yeah. during gun season. Um, I had another hunt similar to that where I sat for an hour, and I was darn close to twenty count on gunshots that I'd heard. Yep, <laughs> and I couldn't see any of them, but they were close enough. I thought I'm in the wrong spot here because <laughs> anything that's coming my way's done been shot at by now. That's Even if right. they do get in here, they're going to be so wired, I ain't going to be able to move <laughs> anyway. Yep. But, yeah, that was that's kind of one for me that sticks out, I guess, for gun hunting. Like I said, I ain't been a whole lot. I've killed some does with gun. Uh, never killed anything nice gun hunting. Uh, all my bigger deer have been with a bow. Just more opportunity. And yeah. I ain't hunted with a gun all, yeah. that, all that much because of working at the shop. But yep. the few years I've been, you know, I enjoy getting out. Yeah. Um, it can be frustrating, no doubt, because those spots that are so good during bow season just go cold. Um, but at the same time, you may have a spot that's crap during bow, uh, bow season, but gun season comes and you're full of deer because they're all running on to you, too. Yep, so that's right. Um, it can also be a really good time, I think, uh, getting the kids out there and oh, yeah. the wives and whoever yeah. isn't just a diehard, you know, bow hunter, deer hunter like we are. Yeah. Get them out there and put them in a box blind or a whole shooting house and yep. let them go to town, man. Yep. They got their tags to fill and doe walks out or a little buck, whatever they want to shoot. Introduce them to hunting with a shotgun, you know. You get yep. a 20 gauge for a kid that don't hardly kick. Yeah. Get them out there hunting. It's definitely a fun time of year and it's an easy way to introduce them to success in, in hunting too. Yeah. Because if you're in the deer, there's a good chance you're going to be able to shoot one. So. Yep. First deer I killed was actually during... Uh, the first deer I ever killed was during Missouri's youth weekend with a rifle. And that fell on around Halloween. It's always Halloween weekend, give or take. But that was the first time I'd killed a deer. I, I mean, I'd bow hunted before that, but just got out there with my uncle with a gun, you know, and killed my first deer. And I, that's still one of my favorite hunts, you know, yep. that we went on. I got to go hang out with him for the weekend and yeah. stay in a hotel and get up and do the whole, you know, get the whole experience and then yeah. kill my first deer. So. 
it's a really good time to get people out who normally wouldn't be, you know, wanting to go sit in 28-degree weather and yep. hunt with a bow and not see anything or not have anything close. Um, That's right. Get them out there hunting. Yep. Uh, I, I know your wife's not necessarily a big bow hunter, but... Uh, Yep, she uh, she's probably she's off work tomorrow. She's probably gonna go. Um, she'll at least make a few trips out this weekend. Right. Um, the weather's looking pretty good. You know, she'll at least make a few trips out. Yep. And that's cool because then they give you guys something more to in common to yep. you know common interest and stuff. And yeah. She'll probably kill a big buck, and I won't <laughs> see him. <laughs> yep. Well, that's what happens too. But that's what it's all about. You know, getting them out there, and then like I said, just the experience of it. And sometimes it ain't even seeing a deer. One of the other hunts that stands out to me was in uh, 2012. So my grandpa had just died, like, I'm wanting to say it was a Saturday or the Friday, a gun weekend. Yeah. And I went out that evening when we'd found out when he passed. Um, you know, I was 12 years old, I think. Is that right? No, I was older than that. It's 2012, so I'd have been 15. Anyways, me and... Jason went out to his side of the road behind his mom and dad's, and I went out on his grandpa's and climbed up in a tree and just like, I don't know, the old tree stand therapy we talk about. Yep. Didn't see a deer all night, but just sat up there, and it was a great evening to be in a stand and yeah. get to think about all the memories and stuff, you know? Yeah, and yeah. That's another hunt that sticks out to me just for that, because I don't know, had I not been able to go hunting or whatever, I'd have just been sitting around the shop where he'd always been all my life, you know, yeah. and thinking about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I just go climb up a tree and kind of takes a, lo- a load off and, yep. you know, you can think about the good stuff. And Yep, that's I, right. I use it for that, too. I mean, yep. I think everybody who loves hunting loves it for a lot of different reasons, but I think that's one of them. And yeah. For me, that particular gun season, that was a gun hunt that I'll always remember just for that. Oh, yeah. I, I, just something about it, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's very therapeutic for an outdoorsman, anyway. Yep. You know, I'm not going to go to some head shrink, so I guess I'll go sit in a tree. <laughs> uh, that's right. Yeah, but hopefully uh, something we said in all those ramblings will help you guys out <laughs> this weekend. Um, I think that's all we're going to do. It's going to be a little bit shorter show. Obviously, we didn't get into uh, any articles or anything. We have been getting a little bit of feedback from you guys, so we appreciate that, and you guys can keep doing that. We've had some come in from the website and some comments on YouTube or our social posts so if you want to get a hold of us that's a good way to do it youtube social media we're on instagram uh facebook and twitter i don't use the twitter much but instagram and facebook on there pretty regular so comment on a post or send us a message uh my heck my phone number's on the our website too there's ridgehunteroutdoors.com um and ridgehunterconsulting.com if you want to support the podcast, you can go to one of those websites too. And on the ridgehunteroutdoors.com, we got all kinds of sporting good stuff. We've got our own products, the scent products that we got, uh, some food plot seed. So that's a good way to support us if you're enjoying what we're doing because um, I don't want to ever have to go behind a paywall or nothing to do this. Um, so keeps it free for you guys. Hopefully it's at least worth being free. <laughs> I don't know that you'd want to pay for it anyway. So uh <laughs> hopefully that helps i'm i was gonna say too i didn't get a video out this week so i apologize for that but i'll try to get another one maybe next week and all thanksgiving's coming up so that'll shift our schedule around a little bit for getting one out but we'll get something up for you guys next week too so uh thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next week good luck this weekend stay safe wear your harness and wear your orange